7 to 8 p.m. Sport On with Tabiso Musia. Good evening, everybody, and uh, thank you for joining us on SAFM Spot On with me, uh, Tabiso Musia, Katleko Mudiba, and uh, Timothy producing the show, and uh, Patrick Monana is our technical producer this evening. We're going to speak to the lawyer of suspended cricket SACO, Mr. Tabang Morue, uh, just to find out what has taken this long and whether he can confirm if the terms of reference have now been changed, as it was reported in the Sunday Times yesterday. Uh, the investigation was due to take six months. That's six months has lapsed and you might remember that Tabang Murua reported uh, for work um, after the expiry of his six month of the six month period uh, but he remained suspended according to Cricket South Africa but it's a strange one uh, because uh, many people seemed convinced that Mr. Murua was the rotten apple at CSA they blamed him for all the problems of the past few months but six months later looks like they can't find anything on the guy and uh, that's what we are left to decide now because if you can't charge him after six months, then what is what what is taking so long? So we'll find out from the lawyer of Mr. Mora, that is Michael Mutsuneng Bill, that we're gonna talk cricket and we'll find out what's happening with Tabang Mora's uh, matter. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. So we're joined on the line by uh, the lawyer representing Mr. Mora, Mr. Michael Mutsuneng Bill. Uh, good evening, Mr. Bill, and thanks for speaking to us on SAFM tonight, sir. Good evening, Dr. Musiya. Are you well? Yes, I'm well, sir. I hope you are fine too. I'm good, thank you. It's been over six months now, Mr. Bill. Everyone expected this investigation to be completed by then, but we're still waiting. How frustrating is this for you and your client? Yeah, to be exact, it's seven months now. Um, and um, frustration, frustrated is, is, is an understatement. Um, but I think there's been, in the intervening time, many things that have been happening. We know that we were supposedly supposed to be suspended for six months. The six months came and went. Mr. Moro is still on suspension. He presented himself for work, and um, the chairperson of CSA, or the president of CSA, um, had some kind of, um, uh, you know, t- took a view that he had never or dis- dis- disavowed any reliance on the six months and indicated that, we, uh, that my client was to be suspended until further notice, meaning that from having moved from you are suspended for six months now you just suspended indefinitely. So th- these are some of the things that have been uh, hugely frustrating for my client, Mr. Moore. What What's your understanding, Mr. Beal, of why it's taken this long? Because initially there seemed to be a lot of eagerness to wrap this up and get to the bottom of it, but we're still waiting. Yes, I think that, um, you know, it, it, I, I would obviously be guessing why it's taking this long. But what I can tell you from, from our end um, the a lot of the things, I mean, I, I guess if, if you're looking for something wrong and you don't know what exactly you're looking for, it would take you a long time because you are on a fishing expedition. And to show that it's been an, a fishing expedition, we, my client had never heard from the investigators until May. So that is five months until uh, uh, after he was suspended. And when we did hear from the forensic investigators, we asked what they wanted to talk about. They gave us five points, 15 points that they wanted to talk about. Now, what we're learning recently, we we were told that the investigation was imminent. We didn't understand what imminent meant um, when CSA came out and told uh, the world, essentially, that the report is imminent. Because at that stage, as of May, as of June, we knew that there had been nothing from our end, even in so far as being provided with documents that we needed to consider in order to even engage the forensic investigator. So it came as a, as a big surprise to us when 
the CSA board reported that the report was imminent when, in fact, they had been struggling to provide us with simple documents um, and, and information that is in their possession. And, and just a case in point, you would know that Mr. Moro uh, would have a laptop and he would do a lot of work on his laptop. And when he was suspended, his laptop was taken. So when you ask for a simple request to say, give us the information that was in that laptop, it hasn't been forthcoming. And when it does come, it comes in pieces. It, it is disorganized, but it is also missing information. And therefore, when, when, when they said um, the report is imminent, it came as a shock to us because we couldn't even be provided with documents. So it, 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 left, it left us wondering what, what the word imminent means for, for CSA. So as things stand now, has he or has he not been charged? Well, how can he be charged? If you would have seen the recent event, mm. there seems to have been a, 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 cha- a, a change, change in tact, yeah. as it were, because we went from a, a position of we are investigating 15 things against Mr. More to, hang on, let's not investigate the board. Let's not investigate CSA. Let's only investigate Mr. More. And those are the developments of, of early this month where we now know that the terms of reference for the forensic investigators have been narrowed down to focus on wrongdoing by Mr. Moro. And they have simply said, and I'm going to unpack it in very plain language, they have said, investigators, please don't look at us as the board. Don't look at what we have done. Only focus your attention on Mr. Moro. That is what's happening. That is what the resolution is saying in, in plain words. So what it means is... Don't, don't no longer look at what happened with the appointment of administrators during the step-in. Because, of course, if you look at that, you will find resolutions where the board authorizes Mr. Mora to take certain actions. No, no longer look at what happened with the Northwest step-in. Because if you look at that, you will find the board authorizing Mr. Mora. And, and, and I think the, the general tone of what has happened now is that there is nothing that Mr. Mora did of his own accord. Everything that he did was on the instruction and at the behest of his board. And now that the chickens are coming home to roost, the board is saying, hang on, we see where this report is going to go. And if this report follows the course, it's going to point fingers at us. Please, we are formally going to change your terms of reference, and we are going to tell you to not look at us. Look at only Mr. Mora. You know, I think, I think it's, it's actually... It would be very instructive to even just look at the exact resolution. The resolution is saying exactly that. Don't look at the board. Look at Moran. That's it. So are they trying to exclude themselves now from the investigation, the board? Indeed, indeed. And, and of course, I mean, they're paying the piper. So the, the investigator can't say, oh, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't not look at you because the investigators are limited to the terms of reference that are given by the board. And, and therefore, what this means is that, of course, you are going to find uh, that there is suddenly a report that emerges that is focusing on Mr. More, but the story can never be complete. If you understand that Mr. More is an, exec, is, is an accounting officer who accounts to the accounting authority, and the accounting authority is the board, and there is no single decision that he has taken without the board. In fact, all, so he is executing the board's instructions. And this is what all the other, even the retired board members have been saying. You are using Moro as a scapegoat, and if there's never been any clarity so far as that, certainly the resolution that we now see this week is, is undoubtedly clear, because it says exactly that. It says, focus only on Moro, nothing else.
because they couldn't find anything for the past six months, it seems like it anyway. Well, well, you, you see, now we, 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 you and I would, would be left to speculation because, mm-hmm. it, it, because we know that it is impossible to not find anything. What you will find is that there is nothing you will find that Mr. Mora did that is without the blessing and the instruction and the behest of his board. Mr. Mora cannot, of his own accord, decide to place anybody under administration without the instruction and at the behest of his board. So when you are investigating all of those matters as regards to the administration, as regards to all of the matters that are, that, that are supposedly under investigation, you cannot do so without also finding that it is, in fact, the instruction of the board. You cannot, you cannot deal with the relationship with Saka. You cannot deal with the appointment of the director of cricket without reverting back to the board, because these decisions do not fall within the realm and the powers of Mr. More. It they fall within the realm and the powers of the board, and the board acts through Mr. More. So what, what might have very well have happened is that a lot of questions might have arisen as regards to uh, the Western Province step in, the Northwest step in, uh, 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 appointment of administrators, appointment of the director of cricket, relationship with Saka. But all of those would point to the board. For those who just joined us, we're talking to the lawyer of the suspended Cricket South Africa CEO, Mr. Tabang Morwe. Uh, we are talking to Mr. Michael Mutsuneng Bill. We've got a voice note here. Uh, good evening, Tabiso, and good evening uh, to uh, Mr. Bill. You are talking to Libra here in East London. Uh, can you please tell us uh, um, what did CSA, uh, on what grounds, you know, was uh, Mr. Tabang Morwe suspended? What allegations did Cricket South Africa say? These are the allegations that we are suspending him on. And can you tell us about the processes over the last six months? Did the COVID-19 held the proceedings? Was there a hearing? Can you just make, make it clear what exactly happened in the investigation? Was there actually a hearing that happened? Thank you very much, Tabiso. Thanks for that, Libra. I'll just take a quick break and we'll let Mr. Bill respond after this. Leading sport stories of the day on SAFM. Okay, there was a question from Libra, Mr. Bill, asking what was he charged with and uh, would COVID-19 have made uh, this investigation take this long? So the first question is that Mr. Moro has not been charged. Yeah. He's just been suspended on, on, very, on very vague grounds that are yet to be clarified. And it is for that reason that CSA has taken seven months, not six, seven months in an attempt to somehow find whatever reason uh, to support the suspension. Uh, as regards COVID-19, I've heard this some, you know, on, 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 on many fronts. Mm. An investigation does not require you to meet Mr. Morwe. You simply need to provide the questions and they will be answered on email. Forensic investigators, as lawyers, as everybody, we've been working throughout. So we've not been affected by COVID-19. And with respect, any suggestion that COVID-19 has affected this investigation is quite disingenuous. So now we are where we are. Firstly, I mean, after he reported back for work when the six months uh, lapsed, the board met again. So what did they say? Did they say that he can't report to work until they finalize this investigation? Well, they, they, they forgot and ignored completely. I had an email correspondence with Mr. Nenzani myself personally. 
And when he told, when he wrote to me and informed me that Mr. More would be suspended, um, uh, and that his suspension is is for uh, until further notice, I wrote back to him literally ten minutes after his letter, and I said, "What became of your six months?" The six months that you've told the media, the six months that you've told Mr. Mordwick, what has become of that? I tell you now, to this date, it's been a month, I have not heard from uh, Mr. Nanzani, even though before that he was quite forthcoming with emails and correspondence. But when I put that question to him, he simply disappeared on me. Sure. And how is Mr. Mora taking this? And, and what's important for you or for your client, uh, Mr. Bill? Do you want him back at work or do you want him to clear his name? Well, we want both. We want both, isn't it? Because, because when, when you are used as a scapegoat, um, when, when, when people can't answer why, why uh, certain decisions have been taken, I mean, let's talk about this, for example. How do you take the issue of domestic cricket restructure and place it at the door of one man? Mm. Think about that. You say there are, and, and this is not without saying or conceding that there are indeed problems with the domestic cricket restructure. But if you then are saying there is in fact such a move and there is in fact problems with it, how do you place that at the door of one man? Where was the board all along when all of those things were happening? Where was the board when Project 654 was taking place? Where was the board when the administrators were appointed? Are you telling me that the board only found out on the 5th of December when they suspended my client for the very first time? Because I'm telling you that they knew and they actually are the, are the authors of all of these things that my client is suspended for. They said, Tabang Mura, go and do this. Go and appoint administrators because you report to us we are instructing you to do that. When questions arise, as opposed to answering those questions, they suspend Mr. Moray. And the simple thing could have been, this is why we stepped in at the Western province. This is why we stepped in at, at Northwest. This is why we appointed administrators. As, as opposed to accounting to the people of South Africa, they looked at the weakest link, and the weakest link at that point was Mr. Moray, and he got suspended. And seven months down the line, and think about it, 5 May, 5 December, he's suspended. We're sitting on 6 July. Sure. What are your caller just asked in the voice note. Yes. He says, why has he been charged? He mm. hasn't been charged. We've got another voice note. So this is Mr. Zulu here in Friday. No, this one, I, I told you, I, I called when the president was talking that with it, it's regarding transformation and the bringing back of white former players, which means the old guard is back, which means they don't want black people around there. So this is just another cleanup. You know, it's, it's a cleanup, so don't worry about it. It's a cleanup of black people in charge. I guess that's what's going to happen now, uh, Mr. Bill, because people are going to speculate. They're going to start to come to their own conclusions because there's no finality or no finalization of this matter. Well, I don't know if that's actually speculation. I think I think your caller might see something that I think South Africans need to see. Um, you 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 don't need to have any particular interest to see what is happening. Look at the changes. 
um, look at the changes and tell me tell me what Mr. Mora did for Cricket South Africa and tell me what is going to happen to all of his efforts. You tell me. I don't even have to tell you. This is this is this is this is quite informed by your caller, and I think he's got something something going. And I think every South African has to make up their own mind about what is happening. But I think the most brutal thing is is if if your caller is correct to say this is a clean up. The most tragic thing about this cleanup, if it is so, is that it is happening through one of somebody who should be a champion of, of transformation. I would have thought that if the black agenda or the trans- trans- transformative agenda is being twatted and frustrated, it should at the minimum not be twatted and frustrated by us, against us. We've got another voice note. Uh, they're coming through on 061 uh, Let's play that. Hi, Tabiso. Hi, Tabiso. I talk to alone. I'm from, from Command Christam. There's something I don't understand here, Tabiso. Why are they taking too long? Is it because Mr. Tabang is a black person? Or is there something is going on I don't understand here? In the, in the cricket South African, there's something I don't understand, Tabiso. And something is going on because of it. Mr. Tabang is a black person. I don't know I'm trying from commanding Christian. Well, that's what we're also trying to understand there. I mean, why is it taking so long? If people were so convinced that uh, the man did so wrong, there were so many articles written about him. I mean, his reputation has already been uh, tarnished here and aspersions have been, have been cast here. Also, um, on that note, Mr. Michael Bill, there were a couple of acting case, of active cases when the CEO was still there, uh, disciplinary cases. We've seen now about three of those five cases. Uh, those have been finalized and people have been dismissed, including the one of Clive Exton. And some people are saying that this is a vindication of, of, of Tabangmuru, for Tabangmuru. Of course it is. And, and time does have that effect on matters. It does have the effect of vindicating um, uh, people. But I, I'm afraid... For, for, for Mr. More, all of the vindication, uh, which will unravel itself with time, may come too late because at some point, at some point, you know, it's going to be longer than seven months. At some point, it's going to be 12 months. At some point, there's going to be another lockdown and, and, and it's just going to go on and on up to a point um, where, where even vindication is no longer relevant. And that is... That is, in fact, a, a, a fear that we have. But there is something that I think also needs to, to be brought to the fore, uh, uh, which is this. When you appoint investigators and you say to them, please investigate CSA, mm. and then six months down the line you say, oh, excuse me, I changed my mind. Don't investigate CSA. Now focus your intention exclusively on Mr. Morris. What you are doing is, is you've got to ask yourself this. What becomes of the work? that has been done by these investigators over the period of six months. Mm. That is fruitless and wasteful expenditure because they would have been paid because you don't, you don't get to change your mind and then have, have a scope change and not have an, an, a financial effect. And that is another thing that I think is, 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 is a great concern for, for the public. It's not just transformation that is at stake. It's the public curse that is at stake. And of course, there is an acting CEO who's also getting paid and Mr. Moro is also being suspended on a full pay. So there's also another duplication there. But let's go to the lines. Jack, good evening. Hey, how are you doing, Mr. Msia? I'm fine. Thank you, sir. Is this Mr. Jack Madisen? Yes. Former Gauteng cricket boss. 100%. Chief. Thanks for joining us. What do you want to add? Or what do you want to say? 
Look, um, just to echo what uh, Obel has just said, um, it is going to be very, very interesting to really read uh, if we can get an opportunity to unpack the forensic audit. But what Bill has just mentioned, he is absolutely spot on. Mr. Moore has never acted independently. He takes his mandate from the board and from the members' council. He cannot go out there without the approval of the board or the members' council. Whatever that he would do operationally or execute, it's a mandate from the board or from the CSA members' council. So it is going to be extremely interesting to see the outcome of the forensic audit. I took part in the forensic audit, and I have spent my say in the detailed forensic audit. And I'm looking forward to the outcome. While we have you on the line, I mean, you, you also wrote a letter sometime last year, Jack saying an email uh, that came out in the media, and you, you were very critical of, of, of the leadership of Cricket South Africa. 100%. Um, the, the president and the vice president, um, they failed to support Mr. Moore. Um, when the, the going was tough, um, they hit. They ran around and found the nearest corner to hide. Because why? They know that they are behind giving the instruction and the mandate for Mr. Moore to act. Mr. Moore cannot act independently. He takes his mandate from the board, which is led by the president and the vice president. And I guess people will say now that's why they are changing the terms of reference now. Well, there are various reasons for CSA to change the terms of reference. I'm not privy to it, why mm. they've changed it. But if you tend to question yourself, why did you change the terms of reference on the eve of the forensic audit outcomes? Why? So you still... And, yes? And as Bill has said, why do you want to separate the two? Because the two are intertwined. Mm. The two are intertwined. So now the focus would be on what has been found as gaps that may lead to Mosque Moro and, and leave the focus on the board. The entire thing, it needs to come out as a holistic report to show that Mosque Moro has been getting instruction to execute from the board. Okay, thanks for calling us, uh, Mr. Jack Madiseng, former Gautenga cricket boss. He did step down, of course, and uh, but he seems seemingly still stands by what he said last year that the board is letting Mr. Moro take all the flag here and they are shying away from their responsibility. Mr. Bill, as we as we end now, I mean, what would you like to see happen next now? Well, I'd I'd I'd, I'd like to see uh, uh, people take responsibility. I'd like to uh, to see people who took decisions, own up to them, and um, not cause the, me- the messenger to be in a firing line. Um, and, and I think that would be uh, true justice in, in, in this case. And, uh, and it's never too late to take ownership and accountability and responsibility. Um, there, is, there, is, there is no dishonor in saying, 
In fact, it is I, it is we. Here, we have resolutions by the board where the board makes and authorizes. So these things, uh, Mr. Messiah, are not a figment of my or my client's imagination. They are, in fact, in writing where Mr. Moray is authorized to take certain steps. So what, would be, what I would like to see happen is, is for people who are in positions of power and authority to use that authority to discharge justice. Thanks for speaking to us, Mr. Bill. So much reaction on uh, social media here. Uh, something says something is really wrong at Cricket South Africa. Yeah, heads must roll for how this matter has been handled. And uh, Morolong says the man is being frustrated, but he must not give up. And uh, somebody says that uh, why would the terms of reference be changed on the eve of the forensic audit? It does not make sense. Thanks, Mr. Bill. We'll, we'll follow up on this matter and please keep us updated if something happens. You're welcome. Good to talk to you. Thank you, sir. And another tweet says it's becoming clear here that justice will not be served when it comes to Tabang Moro's situation. And uh, if you read the Sunday Times yesterday, there was a story by Kanye Sochuaku and uh, they tried to speak to Cricket South Africa. They tried to speak to the president and uh, the the quote that I remember from that article is that the president said to them, whoever gave you the story, go back to them and speak to them. I will not give you a quote. I will not give you a comment. Uh, this is not meant for the media. It's an internal matter. So that was the official response from Cricket South Africa. But let's see what happens. But surely it can't be fair on the guy. I mean, six months, your name is being tarnished here. Your reputation is, is being damaged here. You've been accused of so many things, but still you have not been charged after six months. And now there is a change of the terms of a reference.